Hey, hey, friends. I'm so glad you're here. I would love to personally invite you to join us for our free 2022 planning session, Dream It, Plan It, Make It Happen. In this workshop, we're going to cover how to get more leads, customers, and teammates next year, as well as how to implement new sales strategies for 2022, because a lot has changed this year. You'll walk away with an action plan to map out your big goals, not just dream about them, as well as win some prizes, and there's a free workbook included. So make sure that you save your seat and go ahead and get signed up over at moderndirectseller.com slash 2022 plan. Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Becky here, and I am so excited to chat with you a little bit today on how direct sales changed in 2021. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we're going to get kind of real on this podcast, and I'm going to share some of those trends, observations, things that have been happening in the market over this last year that we've seen with our students, as well as some of our corporate clients, and lead into a couple predictions for what to expect in 2022. Now, I don't know about you, but 2021 has been a ride. I mean, we said that about 2020 also, but I feel like what worked in 2020 didn't work in 2021, and I have a pretty darn good feeling what worked this year is not going to exactly work the same next year. That's all part of being a business owner and pivoting and recognizing these changes and shifts in the market that we can respond to in our business and still be super successful. But there has been a tremendous amount of change over the last couple of years. And I think as a direct seller, we all felt that this year. Being in this industry, we really felt those changes in a big way. So I want to share a little of the background of maybe why we felt it even more than usual, but also just kind of talk about what really worked this year and where those opportunities came up, as well as maybe that didn't work so well, a little bit of the bad, a little bit of the ugly. I mean, we'll, we'll get into the Lula Rich <laughs> documentary, right? But I think in this podcast, what I really want you to take away from is that things change and they evolve and that's normal and that's part of business and that's part of being successful in business is being able to navigate and respond to these changes and still come out on top. So if you're listening to this podcast now, take a quick minute and celebrate that you're here. Celebrate that you've made it to the tail end of 2021, another really wild ride and there's so much good stuff coming for us in 2022. So just take a minute to be grateful 
grateful and appreciate how far you've come. If your business is still alive and well and you're hanging in there right now, then I think you're going to be okay (laughs) because it's been a little bit of a rough year. So let's start talking about the good. All right. So backing it up a little bit, I pulled some data from the Direct Sales Association. Now, 2022 was a huge year in direct sales. The data shows that there were over $40.1 billion in retail sales through the direct sales industry. That's about a 14% growth year over year. Now, if you've been in business or numbers at all, 14% growth is really significant. So the beauty of 2020 was that we had a lot of people looking for flexible employment, a lot of people that were underemployed and looking for opportunities and jumping into direct sales. We also had a very captive audience, right? 2020, we didn't go anywhere. (laughs) Everyone was at home scrolling social media and entertainment was really hopping into an online party or having a conversation with someone in Instagram DMs that maybe you haven't talked to for a while. So we had an audience that didn't have a whole lot else going on. And there was a lot of growth in 2020. You probably felt that if you've been around for a couple of years, that your business grew, your team grew. 2020 was, it was a big, big year. And then stepping into 2021, the world reopened, right? This year, the world reopened. Everyone started venturing out again. In-person events started happening. People were itching to get away from their screens and out of their homes and out doing something. All that to be said, it still wasn't really a normal year, right? I mean, yes, things were reopening. Yes, the new normal was taking place, but there was a a lot of things that we had never had to navigate or think about before, like wearing a mask everywhere we go, or who's getting their vaccine, or keeping kids home from school for 10 days every time they caught the sniffles. So it definitely was a pretty wild ride this last year. And I think with that, our audience also was focused on other things. And so while I'm sure there was plenty of growth that took place here in 2021, we just had to work a lot harder for it. It was harder to get people's attention. People were a little bit burnt out on the whole online parties, online vendor events, he's selling this, she's selling that. And so we really kind of had to reinvent ourselves this year. And I think a lot of us really felt that, that we had to do different things to get in front of our audience. If you've always been running a Facebook party, you looked at running parties with Squee or on Zoom or drug sales on demand, and you tried things a lot differently than what you did last year. Along with that, in-person was back this year. So there were holiday vendor events happening, and there were summer festivals, and people were getting out of the house and really craving that social interaction that they had missed over the last year. So a little bit of an opportunity there, maybe lower attendance for big events that were taking place, but people wanted to get out of the house. They wanted that excuse to socialize and hang out with friends and catch up with people that maybe they hadn't seen in person for a little while. So with all of those changes, I think the online marketing world was also shifting a bit. So we saw that the drug sales industry really elevated, I feel like, this last year. We saw a lot more focus on professionalism and personal branding and really connecting with your audience in a new and a different way. And 
I personally feel like I saw less corporate images being posted, less copy and paste messages, less hey girl images popping into my inbox. So I think that the the world started taking this industry just a little bit more serious post-COVID. Along with that, in the online marketing world, we saw an increase in video content. So reels on Instagram really took off this year. Video became king even more so than ever before. New platforms became a bigger deal like TikTok or Clubhouse that came out this year. So lots of different ways to connect with your audience and show off that personal brand using video, letting them hear your voice and truly connecting with them in a real and authentic way. And along with that, we saw maybe less parties happening. It was harder to book parties if you're in a party plan company, harder to get hostesses to say yes. So with less parties on the calendar, there is an increase in daily selling, personal shopping appointments, and really connecting with your audience on a one-to-one level. Along with that, opportunities to network and grow your local customer base came about much more this year than last year as the world started reopening and events started taking place again. Along with that, I think we also saw this huge opportunity, right? So, so many families' lives changed in 2020 going into 2021. So, While maybe recruiting has been a little bit slower, growing your team has not been as fast-paced as you would have liked, people are out there and they're looking for flexible entrepreneurship. There was some really interesting data from the DSA on 77% of Americans are interested in flexible entrepreneurship and income-earning opportunities. So I think so many shifted to a work-at-home type of situation in 2020 or maybe stepped away from their full-time job because they needed to care for kids and they needed to handle distance learning and having kids at home. So a lot has changed in this last year, just in terms of lifestyle and how people are choosing to go about their work. So with that, I think we've also seen this increase that people are looking for opportunity. Maybe they're not knocking down your door, but they're definitely out there. And the idea of having a flexible income generating opportunity is extremely appealing right now. So that's a lot of the good, right? We have an increase in video, professionalism, personal branding. We're out there hanging out with people in real life again. We're coming off of a year of big growth in the industry and people are looking for new opportunities. New platforms are popping up. We're trying things differently. So there was a lot of really good stuff that came from 2021. So let's shift gears and talk a little bit about the bad and the ugly, okay? So the bad, is that everyone worked their booties off in 2020. So I don't know about you, but without having a whole lot of social activity, I think a lot of drug sellers really kind of hunkered down and worked their business really hard this last year. And because of that, there's a level of fatigue or a level of 
tiredness happening, right? 2020 was exhausting. And going into 2021, it still life isn't quite normal. But there was also this energy around everything just being heavy and everything being really hard. And I think you probably saw that if you're a leader and you're leading a team, that your team felt tired and maybe less than motivated. Also, you have this whole influx of people that joined a drag sales company in 2020 and then realized, wow, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be come 2021. So I affectionately call those COVID babies, right? They joined during the pandemic. They joined when people had more attention for online shopping and didn't have a ton of other social activities happening. And then this year rolled around and people started getting out there and doing things again and fighting for their attention got harder than ever. So our COVID babies, those that started their drug sales business sometime last year, were also kind of feeling feeling the tiredness of, gosh, last year this was a lot easier and now having to work a whole lot harder. Other major changes this year was around the algorithm. And I I hate to even say that because I always kind of roll my eyes when we talk about the Facebook algorithm. But I mean, there's a lot of data on this. There has been some major updates to Facebook and the way that you're able to run your business on Facebook, the visibility that you're getting on Facebook. So with those changes came a lot of concern around, is this the platform that I want to be building a business on? And if you were in a situation this last year where most of your business was being run through Facebook, especially if you were in the advertising space whatsoever, then you really, really felt those algorithm changes early this year here in 2021. So that was another kind of turn for maybe not the best (laughs) this last year, another challenge to navigate. And I think we're still feeling that book. I I hear daily that drug sellers are looking for other platforms to show up on. They're looking for other ways to engage with their audience. They're leaning more towards Instagram or Pinterest or YouTube. They're also diversifying how they show up and leaning in more to email marketing or text automation to be able to reach their customers in a more effective way. So in 2021, we, you know, did see the world reopen and getting getting the attention of our audience was harder than it has been before. So that was a little bit of the bad, a little bit of the challenges that we faced this last year. I mean, the ugly, we can talk about the Lula Rich documentary, right? That There is a little bit of ugly to that and big fan of elevating this industry and having society take drug sales seriously and I don't know about you, but I binged that show. I had a lot of questions (laughs) as I watched it, a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. But generally, I think there is this anti-MLM movement out there. And I think that documentary, when it became available, definitely added some fuel to the fire. So navigating an industry that already doesn't really have the best reputation in the world, and then having this additional press and publicity around the way things were run with 
within a specific company and that kind of deep dive documentary definitely felt challenging. And I I think we'll probably feel that for a little bit longer. But in in this world, things move pretty quickly. And I think that there, there is a lot that can be taken from that. Things that went wrong when you have that kind of explosive growth and things that weren't done by the best leadership. And I think that that's all that's that's all part of learning and growth. And unfortunately, there was a very big spotlight on that particular case study this last year. So as you're thinking about the good, the bad, the ugly of 2021, I think it's also the time to really look at this opportunity you have for 2022. I'm not a huge, huge fan of setting big resolutions, but I am a big goal setter. And a new year is a fresh start and an opportunity to really plot your path and decide what you want out of the new year, what you want this business to be for you in the new year. And with that comes a lot of excitement and a lot of energy. And I just love, I love January for the reason that you have this fresh start and you can implement new habits in your business and you can set new goals that you're working to reach. So while 2021 hasn't been a walk in the park, (laughs) it definitely has come with its challenges. The silver lining is that there is still so much opportunity and growth happening in the world of drug sales. And with 2022 just around the corner, finding those new sales strategies, that are really going to connect in with your customers is is really where you want to be. So I want to invite you, if you haven't already signed up for our 2022 planning workshop, come hang out with us. We are going to map out our plans for 2022 together. I know that I love setting goals, but I also love creating an action plan to support those goals. And I'm going to share some sales strategies that I think are going to be a big piece of the game coming up here in 2022. So if you haven't joined us already, make sure you sign up, you register, you save your seat. There's a workbook, there's prizes, all kinds of good stuff. So as you're wrapping up your year here in 2021, one of the craziest we've experienced yet, definitely keep your eye on the prize and start thinking about what your business and what your life can look like in 2022. So I look forward to seeing you at our planning workshops. Thanks for tuning in for the podcast today. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think the good, the bad, and the ugly was here in 2021. All right, take care. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and systems for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, moderndirectseller.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your biz.